This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities. Taking a look at the wheat markets for Tuesday, March 19th. Wheat markets yesterday continuing in a, in a typical pattern that we've seen at least over the last month, if not a couple months, where the winter wheats are down and spring wheat is higher. Winter wheats uh, lower on disappointing export sales, disappointing export inspections, and on pretty decent crop conditions in the southern plains. Central plains, of course, have been slow to emerge because of cold conditions and a lot of snow. The further north you get, the worse those conditions get. And spring wheat is responding because that, uh, the, the, that region is blanketed in snow and cold and it's going to be a slow melt, at least at this point. And it looks like uh, farmers will be getting in the field fairly late this year across much of the northern plains. So spring wheat higher again and winter wheat's lower. That spread continuing to widen back out. Not quite to the highs that we saw a couple weeks ago, but still performing far better than the winter wheats. Minneapolis versus Chicago and Kansas City. We did get some crop condition ratings out yesterday afternoon. In Kansas, 2% lower in the good to excellent category. It's, uh, they're sitting at 49%. And poor to very poor is at 11%, which is up 2 from the previous week. Oklahoma sitting at 60% good to excellent. That's up 4 from the previous week. And poor to very poor is at 5%. That's down 4. In Texas, 33% good to excellent which is up five from the previous week. Port of Very Poor is at 23%, which is down seven. So the far southern plains looking pretty good. In fact, they're much better than last year, but conditions are improving over the last couple of weeks. In Kansas, kind of slipping back a little bit, but it's hard to really tell that much in Kansas because again, that's part of the central plains region that is still kind of slowly breaking dormancy because of cold and snow. So it's going to be a while before we really get a good look at that crop. Also in Oklahoma, they're reporting that about 20% of the crop is in the joint, which is about four points under the average. In hard red winter wheat cash basis in the, the Central Plains, we are seeing the basis kind of pop up here, especially for the lower proteins. 11 pros were up nine cents on the basis alone. So trying to offset some of the weakness that we're seeing in the futures market. Much of this, I think, is attributed to uh, end user looking for the low pro wheat for feed purposes. Corn is very expensive to ship if they can get it at all into the southern, southern and central plains because of flooding on the river. Barge traffic has been uh, slowed down significantly if it's moving at all. Rail traffic has moved down especially as well, particularly across much of Nebraska where they've had washed out roads and flooding. So suddenly the supply of feed grains into major cattle feeding areas is being constricted significantly. So they're going to have to switch to wheat or you know local feed sources and much of that will be wheat. There is a fair amount of low pro wheat sitting around last few years. Uh, aside from last year, the previous couple years had abundant supply of low protein wheat. Commercials have started to move that out into the, chan uh, the, into the pipeline over the last few months anyway. So it should be readily available, but uh, demand is, is definitely popping up for that. We got the plantings report will be out next Friday, the 29th going to get a better look at what uh, USDA thinks corn and bean plantings will be. 
still looking at a significant shift away from bean acres. Almost 4 million acres is the average estimate, and then almost all of that going into corn. So even though corn is more expensive to plant and financial condition of producer, many producers across the Midwest is uh, pretty tight, it still looks like they're going to be shifting away from beans and into corn. We don't have any resolution yet with the Chinese trade negotiations. The rumors keep floating all over the place. First, it was going to be, you know, mid-March. Well, that's here and, and going, and uh, we're no closer to a, a trade agreement technically than we were a couple months ago. Then uh, the White House talking about April. Now we've got some Chinese sources talking about June where the presidents would meet and actually sign an agreement. So obviously they're not making much headway when it comes to the key issues of intellectual property ownership and corporate ownership. So this is a big major sticking point to the trade negotiations and it doesn't look like we're getting very far when it comes to that. You know, if they can't find an agreement, if Trump walks away from this with nothing, then that's that's really going to be a, a major bearish blow to the market, especially the grain market, in particular, obviously, soybeans. And it's going to be a drag on uh, other crops as well. And the thing is, if they're not, if they're already talking into June, you know, farmers will have made their planning decisions by then. You know, those are getting finalized as we speak, but you still could see some shifting if, you know, come April, if you don't have anything decided, farmers are just going to go ahead and, and abandon beans because, you know, who wants to plant into that kind of environment? So it's it's a time crunch issue. I, I presume the trade negotiators know this, but I don't see that that is the overriding push to get something done. This is more about the intellectual property issue. And, you know, that's not something that can be solved overnight. So, you know, we'll see. Supposedly progress is being made in China uh, regulations, but uh, we haven't seen anything actually proposed. We haven't seen anything put on paper yet. So that's kind of where we're at there. Um, I would expect that spring wheat will continue to be the leader as we work our way into April. It's going to, my guess is you'll continue to want to buy some acres. We should get a a better look at Kansas winter wheat crop here and Oklahoma too. You know, if they're in the joint, you should have a pretty good idea of what kind of tillering you've had and what kind of, you know, yield potential you've got. That was a big concern for them. Apparently that doesn't seem to be too much of an issue. But in Kansas where the plantings were were quite late, that could become a bigger deal. But again, it's going to take a, a week or two before we get a better look at that. In the meantime, the market will try to par- probably try to pace sideways for waiting for that plannings report and, um, and, and any progress on the, the U.S.-China trade negotiations. If you have any questions, feel free to call me at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.